Good morning. We want to do something a little different today and navigating the present circumstances that we sit in as a people have left so many at a place of social unrest. So what we wanted to do was to get a panel of our pastors to sit down with a special guest and to discuss these things in hopes to learn. We really can't learn unless we listen well, and we listen well both to God and to one another. So I'd like to invite, and I'm glad to welcome, Mount Juliet Police Chief, Chief Hamrick, to the discussion. And I wanted to begin with you, if it's okay, Chief. I'm grateful that you're here. I want to say thank you for being with us. You are such a respected individual in this community, and I, I personally seek to hear from you today because as a, as a black leader on both sides of this conversation, you lead a predominantly white force and a largely white community. I just believe you have a unique perspective on the matter, and I'd love if you'd open us with that. Well, thank you for the invitation to come and, and share. Uh, when we, and I said we as, as black men, you know, I can't change the color of my skin. I've been asked about how the chief of position and being a, a black man, how that works together and works for me. Yeah. But um, the position of chief of police is just that. It's a, a position. Mm. Uh, the blackness is who I am yeah. as a man. And um, the position... Uh, is important, and we've been blessed to uh, certainly be in the position. And so where we are today mm. and what we see happening today mm. um, through the current events, especially of George Floyd incident, we understand that anger. I mean, I've been angered just like everybody else, and I believe anybody that has seen the video should be angered. Mm -hmm. And if they are not, then uh, that's another thing, all of it in itself. Agreed. But um, we have um, an opportunity. Uh, again, I can't change who I am, but I, I told someone else, this thing didn't start with George Floyd. And what we see happening is a compounding yeah. of systemic racism that been has been going on for for far too long, and, and right. people are saying that they're fed up, but our response to anger, you, we know what the scripture says, be angry and sin not. Mm. Uh, our response to anger can't be what we're seeing mm. in all of the, the violence, mm. the, the looting, the burning, and everything. The protest and, uh, is necessary. I believe uh, forums of people getting together, and I was asked, what should happen? Well, people have to be willing to listen, mm. and that's what you talked about today. Be willing to listen to uh, one another. Mm. And uh, in the Mount Juliet area, it starts by relationships. Uh, I've uh, been asked, are we going to change anything? I said, well, I changed something. We've already been doing that. <laughs> yeah. Because of this incident, I'm not mm. going to change what we're doing. We always want to do better. Not to say we can't do better, but we've always... Uh, ben, when I uh, became chief, uh, we instituted some uh, core values. Mm. Uh, and I said, those values are not suggestions. These are values that are going to happen, and we're going to be known for these values. And so we're, we've been, been striving to build relationship, having different things that, that take place, being in the community, being approachable, being professional, uh, being accountable. Mm. And those things are, are going to continue. Uh, in spite of this, and because of that, and building the relationship, and again, not not all law enforcement 
like the way I do things, but I, I got a police here. I'm the chief here. Right. And uh, I have a responsibility to God and to others to uh, walk in, in this position as I've been uh, given this opportunity and, and walk in it according to his will and his purpose and his plan. And so I'm not going to change who I am uh, just because of an event. I do understand that there's some serious conversations that are certainly needed. And um, I've experienced, uh, when we talk about the racism, hey, I've experienced it here, here in Mount Juliet, but I can't let, I can't let it define me. And somebody, as we say sometimes, has to be the bigger man and know how to ride again. Wow. Uh, am I angered when I encounter those type things? Absolutely. That's My cool. response to that anger can't get down on their level. Wow. And so we have to, be a, we have to rise and, and respond in another way. And when we respond the way God uh, wants us to, uh, there's always victory in that. And so it's really good. Uh, it's been blessed. Awesome. Well, Chief, speaking of response, you not only are chief of police, but you're also a pastor. Tim, you're a pastor. So one of the things that we all want to do is lead our churches well in this time. And so are there any thoughts that either of you have about how should the church respond to to these days where everything is just up in arms and there's so much uh, unrest? How, how should we respond? Uh-huh. Well, to me, uh, first and foremost, the way to respond is, um, and it may sound cliche-ish, but in love. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul said that there's faith, hope, and love. And love is the greatest uh, of these three. Um, we're the human race. Come on. And we really do, do have, have to realize that and embrace that uh, and be examples to the world. I'm talking about the body of Christ, the black church, the white church, all churches. We have to be an example, a light to the world. In John Perkins' book, uh, that he calls me friend. He states in there that uh, scientific evidence presents that all of us have the same genetical makeup except 0.01% and that's skin color and our physical makeup. Other than that, we're all a part of the human race. It's really not a black race or a white race. I agree with him on that statement. It is the, the human, human race. So leading by example, good. not just word, but indeed mm. being readers, hearers, and doers yeah. of God's word to others. And I would add, um, when we talk about what the church should do, understand that in America, uh, when we talk about church, religion, and, and racism, many in these earlier times use this Bible and this platform called the church to further their racism and, and divide. So now in, in 2020, how do we move from that when that's been ingrained and passed down through, through generations? Uh, again, we have to come, we have to listen. We have to be open, we have to be, be willing to hear. 
I was telling someone uh, prior to coming here in the interview that uh, it's not another march, it's not another program, it's not another thing that we need. We need to sit down and listen to one another and hear one another. And as Tim said, man, we have two mandates, love God and love others. That's it. And it, I was asked, well, what is, in one word, if you can sum up what is needed, I said, well, if you want to just use one word other than love, it's respect. Man, respect. <laughs> respect yourself first. Respect one another. And uh, when we start doing that and walking in that, and again, as a church, what can the church do? The church can be what the church is called to be. We are called to be salt. We are called to be light. And we got to be that at this hour. In this dark hour, we have to be light. And it has to be genuine. It can't be religion. It can't be. Re it has to be relationship because that's what Christ brought and brought us to. And that's what it's about. And so we have to be salt and light. And um, it, when it's genuine, whether people agree with you or not, they know it's real. Right. And just to expound on that a little more, if we kind of stay on that for a second is, uh, you know, we're supposed to worship in spirit and in truth. And that word truth, mm -hmm. to be truthful with each other. Mm -hmm. And at this stage with the church and coming together and having discussions like this, we can't be easily offended. Mm -hmm. So easily offended as we begin to peel back the layers of despair, mm -hmm. of pain, of one group of people to another. We can't be so easily offended. Yeah. And that's black yeah. and white. Right. Can't be so easily offended. Like he said, we got to be slow to speak and swift to hear. Mm -hmm. Speak up, speak out to one another, but then take the time to listen mm -hmm. to each other. Well, some of them may ask, why doesn't, don't this impact us like Tim and I, like it impacts others? It's called our relationship with the Lord. We understand what scripture says. Yeah. The old man in me would probably be acting just like everybody else. Mm. But we, we're a new man now. And, mm. and, and Colossians says that for you died, man, and your life is hidden in God in Christ Jesus. That's what I, the old man has, has yeah. gone. Yeah. And this is a new man. But I do know, mm. in just saying that, I like keeping it real. I do know that this brother and myself here in the Mount Juliet area, sometimes by some, we've been labeled as Uncle Tom's because of our positions wow. and our stand. It's just real. Hmm. I mean, it's just being real, hmm. um, you know, by some members of our own, our, our own race. But like you said, one race, man, we, when we understand that, that we're one, hmm. you know, in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. we're one, man. And that respect factor hmm. and the truth factor of God's word. But it has to be, love has to uh, uh, be be, I mean, it's got to be focused, and it can't just be talked about. Mm. It's got to be demonstrated. Mm. And just to give you an example, years ago, um, and it's so important to peel back the layers of history and go back hundreds of years and, and look at history. Uh, but when I first learned about the atrocities, fully learned about the atrocities of slavery, mm and during the Jim Crow days. Because see, I didn't get that full knowledge and impact 
in our history right. classes mm. growing up in public public schools. It's just kind of glossed over. Mm -hmm. I didn't learn about that until I went back to school as a young adult at Trevecca, at Trevecca College uh, and just spent hours in the library. And as I've read about children being fed at the pig's trough with the pigs mm. eating from the same mm. trough, as I learned about the the Middle Passage when slaves would be on the, the slave ships and mm -hmm. sharks would follow them for miles and miles because the sharks knew that they were either going to be jumping off mm -hmm. or the sick a lot of times would be tossed wow. overboard. So these sharks would travel them and follow them for miles and miles. And this was recorded by captains hmm. of some of the slave ships. So hmm. I've been through that time and period of wow. rage in my life. Wow. But as Chief said, the new man in Christ. You know, love is not always easy. Hmm. And the love that I'm talking about, hmm. sustaining during this time, is not the warm and fuzzy love. Mm -hmm. Talking about the agape love of Christ, yes. in which you suffer sometimes, mm. but you still try to carry out the will of God. Mm -hmm. That's, That's good. great. <clears throat> well, thank both of you. Um, on behalf of the church, mm. Big C, Little C Church, um, we want to be a part of the solution in, um, in the love, in the relationship, in the support, in the, the journey of this, because it's not, it's not going to be a, a switch just to flip on and off. It, it's going to be, it's going to be work and, um, a change of behavior. And, you know, when it comes to justice and when it comes to so many things regarding all these issues that keep floating around from a social perspective, mm -hmm. um, it really comes down to sin. It, 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 it is about, it, it's a biblical problem of sin. Yeah, and that's right. um, it, we can't skirt around that, mm -hmm. but we want to face that head on. And the, the part of scripture that, that leads us to love each other and support each other and walk with each other um, is the relational value that I think is so powerful in a community. So from the community, I want to say for you guys, and there's, there's some others, thank you for your character and your, mm -hmm. um, your leading well. Both of you have yeah. a very unique vantage point, mm -hmm. and we're recognizing that today because you're here. But uh, from a, a clergy, mm -hmm. from position, uh, both of you serve uh, in, in a church. Both of you have biblical information and knowledge and uh, believers in Jesus Christ and I, I want to thank both of you for the character that you that yeah. you bring and you walk with every day. Share with us a little bit about some scripture, some biblical um, knowledge that you have gained, information that God re revealed to you uh, that might in these days of uncertainty bring you strength, bring you uh, 
love and support uh, that I don't want to bait that too much, but just to, to, to leave that with you, if there, is there something that you would share with us about that? Well, the first thing is understanding who I am in Christ and what he suffered. And so in Philippians, we have a passage where it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, yeah. you know, and that's, that's why in all of this, that he humbled himself and became obedient even to the death of the cross, and he suffered. And so um, in, when we look at everything that's going on, that's one thing that I go back to. I mean, we used to wear bands that say, hey, what would Jesus do, you know? <laughs> uh, and that, that mindset of, man, yeah, right. what our Savior went through mm -hmm. for us uh, and all he endured mm -hmm. for us. And so it goes back, let this same mind uh, be in you, understanding that, um, we are to be transformed. And that, again, that goes back to the, that same mind. We're transformed by the renewing mm. of the mind. So letting this mind be in us that it's also in Christ Jesus is, is huge for me. In this. Mm. Yeah, for, um, for me, um, and I'm tagging along uh, with a lot that Chief is saying mm -hmm. about knowing who I am as a man. I'm a born-again believer yeah. uh, of Christ. But my mind goes back always to the cross that Christ died for my sins. There's neither Jew nor Greek, male or female, bond or free, but we're all one in Christ Jesus. But I remember years ago when I saw pictures of the march of, of Martin Luther King in, in Memphis uh, before he was killed. They were marching for the sanitary workers. And I saw the men with signs that says, I am a man. Mm. I know I'm a man. Yeah. I don't have to prove it to anybody. Mm. I'm a black man because of the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I am simply a man. That's it. Mm. of Jesus Christ. Amen. For by grace are you saved through faith. Mm. And that is not of yourselves. It is a gift yes. That's good. of God. I embrace the gift mm. of God. His grace, his faith that he gives me in him. Mm. And I just want to affect and touch yeah, good. those out in the world. Mm -hmm. The Lord is talking to the world. He's mm. talking to us. That's right. Yeah. And like you said, sin, mm -hmm. he forgave my sin. Come on. Mm -hmm. He wants to forgive come on. everyone's yeah. sin, black and white. He yeah. wants us to come running to him mm -hmm. and repent of our sins. Uh, uh, until we repent, come on. the land will not be healed. That's right. Mm -hmm. good. And it's up to the church to get mm -hmm. this out. Mm -hmm. We, we got to repent. Mm -hmm. If we want the land to be healed, Mm. We have to come together and repent mm. of our sins. Amen. I'll say this one thing. Um, when we talk about conversations, what doesn't need to take place? I hear people, and it, it get cliched. They say, well, I don't see color. And I'm like, are you <laughs> blind? Uh, what's wrong? <laughs> wrong. I, I see color. I see that we're sure. different. But what is, 
it doesn't matter is right. what we have to get to. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't matter. Not mm-hmm. that we don't see it and not that we, but that's been one of the problems. Yeah, that's right. When we act as though we don't see it, mm-hmm. then we don't uh, see other issues and we're not able to empathize in mm-hmm. other arenas as mm-hmm. well. And so it's not that we don't see it, it's just that it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're all one. Mm-hmm. in Christ. And, and Tim says it a lot, and uh, he's made it kind of his mantra that there will be no revival or anything that's going to take place without that repentance. Yeah, that's good. So. That's great. That, you know, the, the, whole, the whole idea of repentance, to turn away from, mm-hmm. um, it, part of that's identifying the problem. The other part is to get away from the problem. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So, Come on. Uh, like you, I, I felt you going there. You were like, you, you were going there. And I think that is such a powerful message. It's simple, but powerful yep. to the church. And, and it, it is a part of, of like joining arms and together and, mm-hmm. and turning away from. Mm-hmm. Um, powerful, powerful message there. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know, we, we get inundated with all the media, social media, news media, and we see the negative, we're polarized one side or the other, mm. to, you know, to feel and to think. But I'm just curious from, from your vantage point, from your perspective, what, what has happened in the last several days, maybe several weeks, has given you signs of hope for a different future or reconciliation or restoration mm. or the unity that we've talked about and that we all desire? Again, speaking truth, bringing truth and not hiding behind because we have to understand what the truth true narrative is. Mm. We live in a time and a culture with social media and everything, and there are a lot of, uh, as has been deemed fake news, there are some things that that is just absolutely not correct. Mm. And we have to understand and pray for discernment at this hour and pray for wisdom that we're able to to see and know what the truth is. And so what gives me hope is the ability that God is still giving us another day and another chance Mm to affect yeah. change yeah. in the lives of men. This is a, when it all boils down to it, it's a soul issue, mm. all right? Mm-hmm. And so one of these days we're gonna get to the other narrative uh, that I wanna get to with, with especially our, our young black men. Mm. Uh, and that is the narrative that, that what is the situation, and we understand, as you just said, sin, what situation uh, puts us in the position, mm. the root of the cause to have an encounter with the police. And I, again, I, I condemn police brutality in its fullness. There are times when we have to uh, use active force to, uh, in, in a police situation, but uh, I wholeheartedly condemn uh, just police brutality with anybody. And again, it's just not the George Floyd. We go back to Samir Rice, Eric Gardner, some others that have taken place in our, in our country. And so uh, we, um, what gives us the hope is the fact that, that we're still here mm. and we still have a voice mm. and, and we're still called to be that light. Mm. And so we got to give it in truth, though, again, especially with our young people. Young people, man, they see phoniness a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. see phoniness a mile away. That's man. right. That's good. And so we have, to have, we have to be genuine in this thing mm. and, 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 and love. I see that God has given us again another day hmm. to get it right. For me, uh, and while it's on my mind, 
and we'll get it on film <laughs> as well. We're going to have to do a part two. Sure. This. Agreed? Sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of tricked yeah. everybody with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're in. It's, it's, it's just not it's enough time. Okay. Sure, of course. It's, it's not enough time. Edit that but out. Uh, Go ahead. what gives me hope is um, just sticks out in my mind the other day when the uh, National Guardsmen here in our city, in, in Nashville, mm. laid their shields down at yeah, the request right. of the peaceful mm -hmm. protesters. Mm -hmm. And they came together. In other states, mm -hmm. uh, the policemen kneeling and coming together. Uh, I believe it was in, in Florida. Uh, individuals were kneeling, mm -hmm. white people, and asking for forgiveness of past atrocities and sins mm -hmm. against African-Americans, yeah. and then the African-Americans joined them, mm. embraced them, and knelt together. Yeah. Wow. So the Lord's at work. Yeah, that's right. He, he is at work, Amen. and he wants us all to join in his work. Yeah, if we Amen. could really get them to see, too, overall what the percentage is of those that perpetrate this brutality. Man, there are some good men and women right. in law enforcement. Man, mm -hmm. there are Christian believe brothers and sisters right. in the profession, man, mm -hmm. that love God, they love others, mm -hmm. and they try their best to police in yeah. a professional manner mm. with integrity and everything. And so uh, we're talking about uh, mm -hmm. the very, very small percentage overall. Mm -hmm. And I understand that people look at it and say, man, they use the old Southern term, y'all. Mm. <laughs> when one person, I don't care if it's in Minneapolis, it's y'all. Mm. But um, I, we have good men and women in this profession, and uh, one uh, doesn't, does not, mm. you know, uh, act on behalf of, of the whole. And uh, if we could just get that communicated out. And it, I it, think if I could just jump yeah. on that, too, with the police. I fully support policemen mm. and police women mm. who go out and do their job mm. yeah. and serve others yeah. good. and are compassionate to others. Mm. I salute chief and our, our local yeah. uh, police force, mm. but there is that small percentage. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> and what are some of the solutions now? Because I'm a solution guy. Mm -hmm. What can we do to remedy that problem. Yeah. It's gonna take funding. I hear a lot about defunding police mm. uh, sectors. Mm. No, we need funding for training, mm -hmm. for hiring the best officers that we can get sure, to train yeah. them, to have oversight committees that work in conjunction mm -hmm. right. with them. What is the solution? Mm -hmm. And I think about the uh, the Good Samaritan in, in Luke, yeah, that's right. who fell amongst thieves mm -hmm. on his way from Jerusalem to Jericho. Mm -hmm. I need policemen. Yeah. There, there are some mm -hmm. evil people in this world, black, mm -hmm. white, red, brown, <laughs> yellow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. We need policemen. That's right. Yep. But we need good, favorable, compassionate mm -hmm. Policeman. That's right. Yeah. I will speak one more thing go ahead. before you yeah. go to this to this audience, man. As your police chief, one thing I will not do is compromise. Hmm. One thing I will not do 
is lower a standard. And there are many agencies, and I say that because there was one time, to give you an example, we would have one opening, and we would have 200 applications. But over the years, through everything that's going on in America, that, that pool has been lessened and lessened. Mm. And so we don't get the, that same volume of candidates mm. uh, applying. And, and because of what, what is seen on social media, as you said, mm. what is seen on, on television and the negative things that are seen. But we go through a process. And there are some agencies that have lowered their standard, and this chief will not do that. Mm. I'm not lowering a standard. Mm. <laughs> We're still allowed to get the best that we can get. And so uh, you have my commitment to that. Just wanted yeah. to say that. If, people, if, if departments would fully monitor, you know, social media accounts, mm -hmm. you have police officers sure. who are members of the Klan and are open about uh, mm -hmm. white supremacy mm -hmm. groups and different things on social media. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Why not form departments to monitor these yeah. things? It's all about the solutions. Yeah, and I, I'm with you, and I, that's why I agree, and I, I love what you just said, Chief Hamrick, about... Um, policing and really serving, protecting like Jesus, someone who would step in and love and, and uh, try to do the best job and not lower the standard. Mm -hmm. And I think that is an integrity question. And so, but I think Lynn is right. I think that we have a larger issue at hand here. We have a sin problem. Yeah. And so I, what I've heard today is that if, if we're going to move forward as the church of Jesus and really do uh, an exceptional job with the time that we're given, because the time that we have is short, uh, we have to be about the things that he was about. We have to recognize that he said everything hangs on the first and second greatest commandment, that we're to love him with our all, our entirety, and we're to love our neighbor like he did. We're to give ourselves up for others and focus on their needs. Because here's the reality. We don't have a flesh and blood as an enemy. We have one common enemy. And Second Corinthians says that you had mentioned, you had hinted at it, someone did here, that we have new life. That our old life was one that fought for self, but we've put that aside and we're to walk in new life. And that gives us an opportunity because we've been re reconciled to him yes. to reconcile others to the hope that we have in him. And we're one. So we can be united in that. So um, today I've heard that we need to listen well, that we need to respect all persons because Genesis 127 says that we were all created in his image. And so we need to respect all people. We need to listen to them. We need to love them. And that comes not only in word, but in deed, yes. the actions that we perform. And that comes by what Tim said, repenting. We've got to recognize where we've been wrong and pivot. So, um, Chief, I want to say thank you again for sitting down with us. Thank you all for sitting thank down you. today. Thank you. It means the world. And I know that you've got to be out there and that's where we need you and so we're grateful for you to get take the time to sit with us we want to get you back out there but before you go can we ask you to pray for us and just take a time to pause and pray Tim I'd love for you to pray as well um, will you close us in prayer but chief I'm going to ask you to pray I'd love to say a word of prayer for our church and then Tim you close us uh, thank you for this time fellas thank, thank you. you father God we just come and Lord we honor you Lord, with the fruit of our lips and, Lord, with our, our spirits, we just come before you thanking you for yes. this day and, Lord, mm. uh, for who you are, Lord. Mm. Uh, you are Alpha and Omega, Lord, mm. the beginning and the end. You are the creator, mm. the everlasting God. Lord, We so we just thank you for the opportunity to come together, to have conversation. Lord, thank you for this church, this leadership that would make time uh, for such a, a form as this. 
Lord, that would give of themselves, Lord, to uh, be a part of the change and positive change in this world. Mm. And so, Lord, I pray your favor be upon them. I pray that you would uh, just give them uh, everything they need and be everything they need, uh, Lord, to uh, as they honor mm. you, Lord, as they worship you. Yes. And, Lord, we pray that you would just continue to allow them to be beacons uh, in this community and mm. in this world. Heavenly Father, for every ministry that they have uh, in uh, this body, local body, mm. I pray that you would just endow them with your wisdom, mm. Lord, that you would give them discernment. Heavenly Father, that you would give them strength. Heavenly Father, that they can be as your word says, Lord, that they can rightly divide mm. uh, the word of truth. Mm. And Lord, again, I bless these pastors, Lord, and this leadership and every member and every household that's represented in this body. I just pray that you would favor them. Lord, again, we thank you for this time and for this opportunity mm. in Jesus' name. Mm. Yeah, Father, we thank you so much for these men. We thank you so much for... Uh, the provision of these men in our community. And God, I thank you for these men that have all sat down today just to listen and to learn. And we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his example. We thank you that he loved us enough to give himself uh, that we might have life. And as his church, um, God, we are called to be ambassadors of the message to lay down our lives so that others might have hope, not fight for self, but like Jesus didn't fight for himself, he gave himself up. And so, Father, I pray that we would be a church that would move forward seeking to make that change. You, you gave Jesus, Father, for the renewal of all things, and that is our mission as the church. It's to love towards the renewal of all things and to point people unto your son Jesus. And so we pray by your spirit, you just help us to do that in all that we do in love and in word and in deed. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, uh, we love you. Yes, we Lord. thank you for mm -hmm. this time together. Mm -hmm. Lord, just continue to uh, bless and strengthen the hands of all mm -hmm. who are trying to do good on your behalf to, to give you glory and honor. Mm. Lord, I just ask you now to uh, mm. bless Chief. Give him wisdom, give him insight, and cause yes. that to trickle down to, yes, to his staff. Mm -hmm. Bless our, our local leadership as well, our, our mayor and all of our other leaders here within Mount Juliet and within Wilson County and in the state of Tennessee mm. throughout the nation, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you challenge us, yes. all of us on this stage, challenge us as leaders in the body of Christ to, to lead others and to uh, pass on to everybody else that you're, you're challenging us mm. in our spirits, mm. not to be like that, that certain priest who, who once when the, the man was stripped and beaten and left on the side of the road in the book of Luke, mm. traveling from mm. Jerusalem to Jericho, Lord. And there came a certain priest who, when he saw him, passed over to the other side of the road. Cause us not to be like those priests. Touch and affect ministry all across the land yes, mm. to stop going to the other side of the street. 
challenged the church to not be like the Levite who also came along and hmm. went over to the other side of the road. Hmm. But cause us, Lord, to be like that Samaritan. Hmm. And stay on that side of the road when we see our, our brother, our sister of the human race mm -hmm. suffering mm -hmm. that we'll stop and mm -hmm. we'll check on them and we'll bind up their wounds and bandage them and pour Praise the oil and wine on their wounds and then put them upon the, our beast of burden like, like the Samaritan did. And he took him to, to the end. And he took care of him and said that he took care of him. And then he left them in the hands of another, the innkeeper. Lord, cause us to be one another's keeper. Mm -hmm. To love one another. Yes. To forgive one another. Yes. Mm. And when people see this type of love in us, that they'll know that we are your disciples. Mm. Yes. So Lord, we just give you honor, yes, we do, Lord. praise, <laughs> and glory. We ask that you heal this land. Yes. Bring repentance to our hearts, our souls, and to flow out of our lips. Mm. And it is then when you will revive us. Yes, Lord. Mm. So Lord, we just thank you, thank you Lord. give you honor and praise for this time together. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, men, again. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is an ongoing conversation, and we can only engage in it by truly loving, by listening, and learning. So until next time, worship by loving others the way that Jesus did.